podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome back to the Villa... <clears throat> Clear my throat. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity. Use the code hashtag VillaView and you'll get 10% off everything that Purity have to offer. And Aston Villa certainly have a lot to offer at the moment and so does Chris Dolan, as always. Aston Villa 2, Leicester 1. Another great afternoon stroke evening at Villa Park. Dolan, the atmosphere was electric and Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa are pretty electric at the moment. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, hopefully it's, it's not a set of things, things to come, but another, I mean, I, I don't want to start off on a, on a, on a negative note, but it was... Are you going to? But uh, it was a slow start. It was a slow start, and um, it, it took us a while to to kind of feel away into the game, but again, I have to say that second half performance was was absolutely class. Um, and, yeah, I mean, to, to, to go in uh, at halftime uh, to be robbed... Of uh, of of uh, of of Jacob Ramsey's clear clear goal was um was a, was a tough one to take. So the bounce back so quickly in the second half, and to be fair, we absolutely battered them in, in the second half. Absolutely battered them. The mm. only only th- only thing was that the game wasn't out of sight. Should have been three or four up by by sixty five seventy minutes, and that would have been it would have been a plain plain ceiling to 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 the final whistle. But obviously. Um, it wasn't, but to be to be honest, I never really felt in any great danger. You know, you always worry when it's a two-one. You always worry, you know, like obviously that world-class save from Martinez and Madison had a an effort, an effort that was quite that was quite close. Um, but apart from that, it was never. I was never really worried. I thought we we looked good from set pieces. I was always confident when they got a corner that would that would defend. You know, the first uh, first phase and 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 the second phase. Um, you know, we looked uh, we looked really comfortable, and uh, once we um, yeah, once we we we, we just imposed ourselves on, on on the game in that second half, and, and Leicester couldn't cope with us. You know, Leicester could not cope with us, and it was um, it was a joy to watch. And you know, we keep on wondering we'll draw it ever slip up, and even against City we lose. But I thought we were again to a man. We were fantastic against Man City in that second half, and and we were great again uh, yesterday. So. Um, I think now after that win, I can start to look up. I was still a little bit concerned uh, after um, after Man City. You know, there was it was still for me a little bit too close for for comfort. But I think after yesterday, I think it's you know we spoke about um, top half finish, and, and then you mentioned about top eight. Um, I, I sort of said sort of top top twelve, but after yesterday, I, I'm, I can start looking up upwards rather than behind us. Yeah, first half, a little bit iffy. Harvey Barnes gave yeah. Matty Cash a lot of problems, which accumulated in the first goal. Well taken from him, to be fair. Nice little move from Leicester. Daka did well, and they were the better side in the first half. They did cause us problems, but they've got this lack of resilience at the moment from set players, which obviously let us back in the game very, very quickly. It was important to get a goal straight back, really, wasn't it? Because it, it lifts the crowd again. It doesn't give the, the crowd a chance to get antsy and... I wonder if Austin McPhee gets any kind of bonus from goals from set pieces because our last three goals have pretty much been from set players now. But, you know, to bounce back quickly, yeah. it shows good character and, that, and that's what they've got at the moment, Villa. They've got plenty of character, yeah. plenty of guile. He's already a Steven Gerrard team, yeah. which is impressive so early on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we saw that against Man City, you know, to go 2-0 down against a team of that, of that class. 
we um you know before we could have gone through you know three or four down quite quickly quite easily and um, and we didn't we we came out again against man city like we did against leicester and we were just completely on the front on the front foot and we were completely dominant and um yeah another great great set piece clearly looking at the way it was clearly planned to have mings and konza at that back post Oh, yeah, so so clever. Um, and then, I mean, I say it's so so clever. It's pretty simple, really. Mm, but you don't see it no, as, as they've said on Sky and as they've said on Match of the Day too. It's not something you see a lot yeah. of. So it's inventive, and you know, it's good to see that that wasn't something that we did in the last game. Yeah. But on a game by game basis, we have different set play, set plays, set play routines, and it's really really encouraging. And you know, when you're not scoring from open play and you do miss chances like we did yesterday. That shows how critical set pieces yeah, are. And, and I always, I always faltered us. You know, I thought we were never, we always struggled from set pieces. I think you know we we were a great set piece team under O'Neill, and, and we scored plenty of goals. I think the last the last defender to score a brace would have been would have been Larson against against Spurs. Yeah, it was Spurs. New Year's Day, yeah. New Year's Day, two one. Um, yeah. Sky Sports Stato tried to pass off Kieran Clark too yesterday, no. but I wasn't having that because he played midfield. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Larson. It was against Tottenham. I remember that well. Um, I was talking to friend's house, but yeah, it was. Um, it was a big part of our game when we, we you know, we, when we were competing for that top six under under O'Neill, and we kind of went off the boil uh, maybe for a good few years with set pieces, and we, we struggled to really create anything from set pieces we struggled to defend from set pieces we weren't big we weren't we weren't you know we didn't have that presence um and i think no i think chester got five one season yeah chester, yeah. Think with, yeah when he was playing next to john terry yeah. i think i'm pretty sure he got five that yeah. season James he was chester. always he was always handy for, for a goal but you know over over the years we we you know since the only days we have struggled we have struggled with um we, you know from, from scoring goals from set pieces and i think uh I think this season clearly shows that I think even the back end of the post-COVID season we were we were dangerous from um, from set pieces and um and again last season you know we we worked it really well and, and having Mings and, and Konza in there is uh you know it helps and it was you know it was deserved Konza got his second goal of the game and Thought again, he was outstanding. I thought Mings was absolutely outstanding. You tweeted saying you thought it was McGinn's best, best game in the oh, I think it's his best game he's ever played for us. I've got a bit, especially second half. I just thought he absolutely ran the mm. show. He did everything you would want a central midfielder to do. He pressed, he tackled, he harried, he harassed. His passing was unbelievable. He was creative. He probably was up there for chances created and key passes in the game. I, I thought it was a complete midfield performance from John McGinn. And he's someone who I hold to a very high standard. So you don't hear me talk about John McGinn mm. on post-match points or on Twitter very often because I often always think, even if he's played well, I always think to myself, I think he's got another level and I think he can do better. Yesterday, I honestly thought he was phenomenal. You have a, you have a sip of drink. Me, you, uh, John McGinn mug, actually. Yeah. John McGinn mug, yeah. I've got the McGinn shirt in the back. I say, I can, you can tell I think he's played well because I've, I've gone out of my way to put the shirt in the background. Um, yeah, he was... Um, listen, we, we all know. I remember, I, remember, uh, I remember our friend Greg tweeting after the Wolves... Or Stathry scored the second goal against Wolves that he was, he was a, an elite Premier League footballer. Um... And he's shown that in in in, in glimpses in glimpses this season, like like the team have shown glimpses of, of quality. He's shown that 
himself. I thought Greg went early with that twist. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 justified. Um, and I think I think since George came in over the last three games, he's. I mean, there's been so many standout players for me. I called. I, I thought Matty Cash was sensational yesterday. You know, maybe his decision making in the final third wasn't wasn't as good as it could have been, but I thought I thought overall he was he was he was amazing. Um, He's always, always in the game, always which is good. Game. Always yeah, in the he game. He just made some great tackles. He just he, he lets he, he sort of lets you know you're there, you know, and um and he and he always has ten tackles. Yeah, I think he, and he always has that quality, you know. Um, uh, usually, so yesterday there was a few a few few sort of wayward um crosses, but usually he has that quality um going forward as well. But um yeah, John McGinn. I mean, Sunis was talking about it at the start of the show that. Which again, I didn't like. I thought it was a bit disrespectful to Villa, but Sunis was sort of saying that he's surprised that a, a bigger, a bigger top six club haven't haven't been um, been flying around again. But um, I know there was serious interest from United um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, but um, yeah, he's. Uh, I just, I, I just think he loves it at Villa. I just think it's the perfect club. It's the perfect fit. Um, everything about him is everything that we embody you know everything that we want to embody from our club um from the way we play he just he just he's just he's you know he's just he just has everything he's got character he's got personality um he's a great footballer he's super fit box to box he can pass he can score you know he's he's for me he's got it all he's he's got a phenomenal engine and um and you know a, a really likable guy you know i think everybody loves john mcginn um, even I've got a couple of Hibs friends who just still follow they they still follow Villa because McGinn's there and, and they'll often WhatsApp me or message me you know if McGinn's had a good game or he scored like everyone loves John McGinn you know and I think he he seems to just leave um, you know a, a huge impression on any club he's played for um, and and all all of the all of the fan base just love him and uh, yeah he's what a guy what a guy. I can't overstate enough how good mm. I thought he was mm. yesterday. As I say, I hold him to a very high standard, but I thought he was absolutely yeah. exceptional yesterday. just wanted to go back to the set-piece stuff just quickly because pretty much as soon as Harahan left the building, you thought set-piece delivery last season, just no good. Never looked like we were going to score from, from a set-play ever as soon as he left the football club. It's the same players now putting in the deliveries. Louise, McGinn have got assists in the last two mm. games from mm. set-players. So that's a funny one because young, young as well. It shows you how it shows you what the set piece mm. coach does because there's a visible improvement in the delivery because the delivery was miles off it as soon as Connor yeah. left last season. Absolutely yeah. miles. It's off interesting. It. McPhee was for some reason came under a lot of criticism in that five. I think it was the throw-ins. Yeah, was sick of the yeah, yeah he throw. came in for a lot of a, a lot of flack in that five game and that sort of five game um, run that we. But we went down and and um, I thought he'd be at the door like like many because we were sort of scratching our heads, kind of wondering what 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 he was bringing to the table. But well, I think Gerard had his own set piece coach at Rangers as well, so I think there was an assumption possibly that he was going to take yeah, that guy with him, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. Um, but again, that shows the clubs committed a club appointment. They kind of the club are committed to Cutler, Danks, and McPhee. That shows that they were club appointments rather than Dean Smith. Yeah, I think there's a few. I mean, I know I know Cutler was sort of went down as a as a club appointment. Danks, McPhee. Um, so he's, he's he's kept he's kept the core of of Dean Smith's backroom staff from from uh, from the past few seasons and. Uh, or sorry, I mean, I know McPhee and, and Danks are, are are sorry are new to the club this season, but keeping Cutler um, for me was a big was a big plus. But yeah, I mean, I think every club 
has a, every every top club has a set piece specialist from from what I gather and. Yeah. Arsenal have got a good one this season as well. They've scored a lot of well, goals off set pieces. Beat Everton tonight, two one. Yeah, third minute, I think. Damari Gray. Yeah, oh, no. I know it'll be it'll be. It was he ever lost tonight? It was going to be Carnage, Arsenal fans or or Everton fans. Well, I think I think Everton possibly needed it. Yeah, a bit more. but um, yeah, no, I, I I couldn't be I couldn't be happier, man. And um, and again, going going into going into next week, it's it's, it's another one of these games that um. That if we go there and, and show any kind of uh, you know performance that, that we've showed over the last the last four games, I think I think we're definitely capable of um, of, of of getting a result. You know, hmm. yeah, I don't think Connor will be coming back because he's now got his old manager. I just saw the yeah. comment coming come along at the bottom there. He's got his old manager at Sheffield United. He was his manager at Barnsley, so he's enjoying his football again because he hadn't been having a great time at Sheffield United. He's in the team now. And enjoying it to answer that question. Concert two goals then, like you say, not many people would have expected him to be at the double. I actually tweeted before the game that Brenda was going to yeah. score, and I, I really yeah. thought he had. I thought, what a what a prediction. It took me a while. I didn't obviously didn't know that it was Concert's yeah. goal until the second half had, had, had kicked off, really. But Brenda was mm. good again. Again, I'm starting to see what he's about. He's involved in everything. He drops short, lots of one-twos, lots of neat passing. And I've seen a few people having a little bit of a pop at him for giving the ball away. But he gives the ball away yeah. because he tries yeah. things. He tries to pass forward at every opportunity. I, think, I don't I mind think that. It was the, I think it was the the Ramsey chance um, that he missed in the second half. Started from Buendia driving at the lesser defence. And it took two men to, to essentially take him out. Um, and then I think McGinn played through uh, played through Ramsey, but yeah, I think I, you can see you can see it's interesting because Gerard made a point actually, which I thought was quite interesting. I think we should touch on that a bit more. He, he made a point in in the uh, in the post match interview that certain players haven't yeah. quite sort of you know got up to speed with what he wants. We kind of said that they're not on board. I'm trying to work out what he means. I'm trying to work out if that was because surely looking at from what I've seen over the last yeah. four games, it, I assume they're not playing well, exactly. But to a man, everyone, everyone that that's played in those last four games to me looks like they're fully on board. So I'm trying to understand or or work out what he meant and who who he may have been talking about because we're quite stressed as, as it is. And yesterday there was again quite a few. Academy players on the bench, you know, we're still missing Ings, we're missing Trari, we're missing Target, we were missing um Bailey. So you you bring them back into the back into the squad and, and Trezor guys yeah. come back as well, he scored tonight. So uh, it'd be interesting to sort of hear a bit more. If I was if I was a journalist, I'd I'd certainly be picking up on that question um, and asking them about that on on um in in the pre match in the pre match press conference. But I'll get Greg to ask him, but he's never going to. No, know no, names. not to name names. Just be interesting because it's like because to be fair, this out of all of the wins, I mean, obviously you know three out of four. But again, what I liked about it as well, he came out after the game on on um, on Sunday, and he was kind of like, "Well, great result, but still got a lot to work on. Still got plenty to work on." Because he wants to play possession. He wants to be yeah. better in possession, doesn't he? And I thought in the second yeah. half, actually, that's the best we've been in possession. I don't know what the stats were. But, you know, I felt like in the second half, we probably had the more of the yeah. possession, which is an encouraging thing because, you know, we're beat, beating a side there. I know they're not having the best of seasons, Leicester, but they're a side that's been a lot better than us 
since we returned to the Premier League. You know, you just said that was streets ahead of us the last couple of years. The Premier League, yeah, like, FA Cup. Yeah, was a, we don't we don't, we don't count that. But yeah, for the, over the last few years, you'd say, yeah, they're a much better side yeah. than us. But now you look at it and think, possibly, arguably, we're a better team. I know we beat them, so it's easy to say, but you know, we're certainly not a million miles away no, from them now. Not, mate. And I think I think that top six is very very attainable and. Again, he's got a little West Ham and, and the mess they were in, uh, sort of what three three seasons ago. Uh, the year the year mm-hmm. we we could have gone down was the, again the year they could have gone down, and you know both clubs have have kind of gone on the up, but they've they've really gone. You know they've really sort of moved up the gears, so to speak. And you look at what they've done, and and they haven't spent they've spent literally nothing, um, and they've got very 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 threadbare squad. Um, but you look at the teams that. For me, were I thought were well ahead of us, and that's the likes of Tottenham, uh, Everton, Leicester, Wolves, um, and even West Ham in the last two seasons. But you know, we're not far off them. You know, we are not f- far away from that from that from that group. Um, Tottenham will move away from us a little bit now under Conte. You would th- you would think know, they because would. I think you know, where's their money going to come from? You know, like Levy. Levy always seems to talk the talk when he brings in these managers and, and they get there and uh, and they don't they don't get what he promises them they don't get what they need um but Conte is a revitalizer he did it at Chelsea he pulled in players that you know were finished at Chelsea like Victor Moses that's the kind of thing he does mm, he'll probably pull in Doherty Sessegnon people who've been absolutely miles off it nowhere near it they've suddenly probably become a big part of Conte that, that's what he does and he they've got to back Conte I know, what you, I know what you're saying. I don't think yeah, we are that far, far off. I think if we if we were to yeah. play him at Villa Park tomorrow, you know, we'd, we'd give him a very good game. But yeah, I know, I know, what, I do know what you're saying. But it's, even to be to get back to being the best team in the Midlands would yeah, be a big thing because yeah, yeah. we haven't we haven't been that because of Leicester, because of Wolves. Even to do that, take baby steps. Let's do that yeah. first. Yeah. Let's become the main men in the Midlands again. And that that's achievable this season. That's yeah, definitely absolutely. achievable. I think Wolves. Listen, Wolves have had a good they've had a good season. They've, they've done well. I didn't think didn't think they'd be having a good as good a season as as they as they have had. Um, we're a better team I than think, them. I, I would think say. overall, I, so I, yeah, think, I, think, I think we blew it uh, at our place. I don't. That was for me. That was the start of sadly the start of Dean Smith's uh, demise. But um, we, um, yeah, for sure. Like, listen, there, there's never going to be any any doubts about history and stature and fan base you know we'll win that we'll win that race uh, every day but you know football is based on on the now it's based on what you've done over the last yeah. well over, over, it's based on what you're doing and what you've done over the last few seasons and Leicester you got to walk yeah walk. Leicester for me are the, are the blueprint and and the players they've brought in players like Telemans um Poppy Barnes uh, they've had Chilwell, have yeah. passed me through there. I was glad Tillemans yeah. wasn't playing yesterday, yeah, to be honest. Quality. Um, Castagna is a, is a great player. I, I like Sanchi. I, like, I mean, I, I like everything about them. I think they've got a quality squad. Um, and they were missing a few. They were missing a few as well. Um, and I thought we were... Um, I thought I thought we matched them all over the park. And I, I WhatsApped you before the game. I thought we were a little light. That was no, you know, we, we, we were nowhere near full strength. I mean, you can WhatsApp me. WhatsApp me when I'm at Villa Park. I will never, never get, get it until, until, until I get home. until I get home. Honestly, I've never known a ground so bereft of any form yeah. of signal. I even got I've got I've got a Wi-Fi password, and I get on the Wi-Fi. Oh, it, go, it runs for five minutes, and it's like oh, they say, "Oh, Dan Bardell's on that. We yeah. better turn that off." Honestly, you can't get anything at Villa Park. It's yeah, ridiculous. To, just to send course. a half-time tweet is the biggest effort yeah. of my yeah. day. Well, that's been that's been that's been ongoing for years, isn't it? 
I mean, we shouldn't talk about that on this. It's not not the forum, but yeah, get some. Let's have some four J at Villa Park at the very least, please. But, um, Maybe I need to get five G phone. What we saying? I'd be completely. You're completely. Wrong Sorry, now. I've yeah. killed you. Uh, I'll just change the subject because it's something uh, I want to say. Nakamba. Uh, yeah. What has yeah. happened to marvelous yeah. Nakamba? He's suddenly Nakamba. He's yeah. marvelous. Yeah. I mean, listen. We spoke about that, or I spoke about that when George first got the job. There's one thing, one part of our our uh, our, our team that needed strengthened was was the midfield, and and um, you know you could you could walk you could walk through us at a canter, and uh, he has just honestly upped his game, uh, you know, tenfold. Where's that know. been? Where has that been? Maybe, maybe he's the kind of player that you hear about that just needs a bit of love. He just needs a bit of TLC, and he just needs a bit of encouragement because he he does seem like quite a shy, reserved kind of kid. You know, we we met him. Do you remember we met him after the Brighton game, and he, he was just with his family. And he's just a really quiet, humble guy, and you know, mm-hmm. just really, just a really quiet young man. And I think, I think he was obviously. I thought he was away. I think he is away for the African Cup of Nations. I could be wrong, but I had in my head that he would him and Troy all right with the yeah. two. Well, listen, I think Ty said that he was probably when when you would see his name on the on the team sheet, you sort of was like, oh, you know, oh dear. But no, Ty's all in on the camber now. I think the camber followed yeah, him on Twitter, yeah, and suddenly yeah. every tweet Ty does is about the camber. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed. Well, listen, that. he's right. He's spot on. He's he's got to be he's got to be one of the first names on that team sheet. He's been absolutely out. Outstanding, and um, just it's just just it goes to show that at that level, at that level, everybody's got the talent. Everybody has it. Everyone's gifted to be at that level. It's how you coach them. It's how you get the best out of them because they're clearly good enough. They're clearly good enough to play at that level, or else they wouldn't be playing in in the Premier League. And well, would you would you say that of the team that got relegated? Yeah, did they just need a coach? Really? No. What our team that they got relegated? I'd take most of that team back now. No, I'm not talking about, to be fair, I'm not talking about Veritu, Idris Agai. Yeah, I Lissigay, think they did just need Veritu, Terori, fucking Amavi. I'm, I'm mainly talking about Lescott yeah, and Bakuna, to yeah, be honest. They're yeah, the two that have yeah, done that. They've just got, that, that's an attitude problem. I, I, that's an attitude problem. And I think, you know, certain players needs to be man-managed and, and they weren't. But, um, I think that squad that went down, you look at it on paper, you look, and you look at where they've gone on to, it's a quality a quality group of players there. Very two bosses, yeah. Serie A. Yana Gay from PSG, you know, Charlie's obviously got off the boil a little bit, yeah. but again, on his day, what a footballer, you know, he's, he's an absolute handful. And uh, Amavi, I always rated Amavi, but um, but yeah, I just think what, what whatever he's done, when, Crespo, Elora, yeah. uh, whatever he's done, Actually, at my barber's, because I obviously live near Red and I go to get my hair cut, there's a signed Tiago Allure Redding shirt up I, in there because they obviously cut, fo- they cut footballers' hair. That makes me laugh every time I say that shirt. He was on loan there, wasn't he? Um, but yeah. yeah, whatever he's done, mate, whatever he's done is, is like, it's incredible. Um, but it's even his technique. His technique seems to have just improved. His passing's improved. It's more progressive. progressive. But again, it's a confidence thing because... With even the likes of Buendia at the start of the season, he would have got the ball and looked back. Luis would have got the ball and looked back. Nakamba would have got the ball and looked back. 
And it's like, go forward, drive forward, look forward, play forward, pass forward. And that, and you can really, really see that, you know, we get that, we get the ball, we look up and we look forward and we try and pick out a forward pass. We don't go sideways when we don't need to. We don't go back whenever we don't need to. And that is, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed. We, we, we get the ball, we look up and we play it forward. And that is, that's down to Gerard and his coaching team. You know, and you can see, you know, you, it's it's incredible as you think you've said before the the change, the sea change in a month is it's night and day. It, it really is. Mm. Um, we unfortunately listen. I'll never slate Dean Smith, but the way we were going, we would have lost. We would have lost probably another four games on the spin. Uh, the way we were playing, uh, you look at the Brighton game. We we would have we wouldn't have won that. Palace away, we wouldn't have won that. City, we wouldn't have won that. Yesterday, we you know, like I mean, we'd have won at some point. No, we just, got, we just lost the every game. We I know we what you're saying. The way we were playing and, and the confidence that we had, or the lack of confidence that we had, um, he's just come in and he's been a breath of fresh air. And I'm yeah, I'm, I'm proper excited, man. Proper excited. I just want to go back to the Nakamba point. You know what? I think it makes a difference. He had a good game against Brighton, right? This is going to sound stupid, but I honestly really believe this makes a difference. So he had a good game against Brighton. And it wasn't like a, a good game. Nothing special, but he had a good game. He got a bit of love on social media. The fans started chanting his name. You know, I think I honestly think that stuff makes a difference. You could see at the end of the game, Nakamba would have never come up to the high end at the end of the game and given it the, the big one. And he was at the end of the game because he's got a bit of confidence. He's suddenly interacting with fans on social media. I honestly think that that positivity from the crowd and on social media, it genuinely makes a huge difference. And I, I think he's got so much confidence taken from that. He's just That's a part of why he's playing better. And I know how ridiculous no, that sounds, well. but I genuinely believe it. I just said that. I completely agree. He seems to be the kind of player that just needs a bit of a cuddle and needs to be needs to be loved. Um He's got tie brace in his DMs yeah, every five yeah. minutes, giving him the exactly. heart emojis. He's, he's getting all sorts. Him, you know, um, you, you're just yeah. jealous that he hasn't. I bet, I bet you you unfollowed him, right? And then followed him again to see if he, yeah, Mate. I bet you unfollowed. No, I don't Canberra. do that. I don't do that. No, why would I do that? Because obviously... he got a follow off the car, but you were like, listen, no. there's no way he's, he's got to follow Ty, not me. What I'll do, I'll, I've liked I'll a few tweets. I've liked a few tweets. Right? I'll re follow him again. I like three or four of his tweets. So he gets the notification. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. to follow me back. Am I right? Or, or am I right? I, I think I've possibly said something about him previously and he's oh, remembered okay. it. That's, that's all, I, all okay. I can put it down to. Um, yeah. Fucking amazing, man. And I think I, I think we spoke last night or I, I met you last night. Like, Give him a new contract. <laughs> Where's his contract up? Give him a new... Give him a new fl- it must be... It's not have long left on it. For, a year or two. For your deal because... Uh, yeah, I mean he's been he's been by far and away our 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 most improved, but one of our best players in, in the last four games. I like Gerard going around at yeah. the end of the game as well, and just giving po- little positive yeah. positive messages to players. He did it to Nakamba, he did it to McGinn, Cash, I think he did Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Martinez. He loves well. he loves Martinez. He loves Martinez. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't you? We, we we all absolutely not- adore. It. But that you said about the sea change as well. Like the midfield is, I, I can't get over how much of a change has been to that midfield. That midfield stressed me out on a weekly basis. Now I think it's wonderful and it looks great. Even when they're not quite on it, I don't think Louise was quite on it yesterday, but still effective. The difference that's made to the defence, even the defence has been bad because you know it's it's all one. Yeah. Mings has been 
I thought it was harsh Mings getting singled out because I think I think everyone was crap. I don't like that when people are getting singled out because everyone was crap. It wasn't just Mings. Concert wasn't great either, but no one said anything about him. Mings has been mm. imperious. He wins every duel. He wins every header that comes in the box. He's still making all the blocks that he makes. I just think across the four games, he's just kind of found a, a nice level mm. of calm and consistency now. I, I, think, I think I think Gerard challenged him. I think, um, I think Gerard said that you know he'll be captain for now, and we'll and we'll assess it. We'll assess it, you know, later on in the season. And I think I think he's really challenged them. And and um, again, there was a, a great a great moment yesterday when you could hear Mings towards the end of the game. It was, a, it was a lesser corner. You could just hear him say, talk, 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 talk. And he was, you know, you could just, just constantly talking and constantly, you know, being aware of of, of, of who's around you. And, and um, I know Greg said that when, when there was no fans in, in the stadium that he was, although he wasn't captain, we had Jack as captain, but he said Mings was just a born leader and the way he was he was leading that team. Uh, you could hear it. You could hear it from the stands. And he's a conductor, conductor, yeah. And listen, man, every, everyone goes through dips and troughs and peaks and, you know, confidence gets gets shattered, and and um, even as fans, our confidence goes. You know, our confidence goes, and you can feel it. You can feel that, and it's 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 just about kind of it's, it's it's kind of coming together as a as a as a football club, and it never got that toxic this year. Thankfully, thankfully, it didn't get that toxic. I think it, was it wasn't far wasn't off. It? it wasn't far off, and we all know what happens when when Villa Park or any any football stadium gets toxic. It can be be impossible to play your football and and um i think what's i think it was just needed it was needed what well, the, the change was needed and i mean the evidence nine points out of 12 should really be should should really be 10 10 points out of 12 and and it's been a it's been an unbelievable start i don't i don't even i don't even think gerard could have hoped for a better start or i really don't no, absolutely um, not. it's absolutely not. you're right though about the confidence thing because i rocked up to the west ham guy no thinking chance. Yeah. Just no chance. Absolutely no chance we'll get beat today. I was absolutely yeah. certain of it. I turned up yesterday. I was absolutely yeah. certain. And again, again, you look at like right. all these little little strange stats that, that Gerard keeps on um keeps on kind of coming into, like the uh Brent Rogers unbeaten in his last six visits in the Premier League, you know, hadn't lost a game as a as a Premier League manager at, at Villa Park in the Premier in the Premier Maybe League. Not. Obviously we beat them in the cup, but hadn't lost a Premier League game as a Premier League manager uh at Villa Park and of course, Gerard rocks up and does it again, you know. So he, um, I'm, I'm trying to find any little stat that we can get from through next week and, and see if he can, see if he can, uh, you know. We've not had a bad record no, out here okay. in all, all fairness. We've okay, had some decent yeah, games there. Okay. Uh, um, Chris Hurd goal, remember? Chris Hurd, Chris Hurd scored a, a word. I mean, yeah, if McLeish was pulling McLeish, points. Yeah, from there. yeah. But, um, I mean, we were so unlucky there last year, but uh, you just don't. Gabby Vyman and Benteco always seem to have good days. There's, there's, something, there's something about this game on Saturday. I don't know. There's something about it. I, I, I but you know oh, we'll yeah. give them a game. I mean, famous last, famous last words. But you know we'll be in the game. And I, I can accept that. I can, I can accept yeah. losing to City yeah. if you see maximum effort and you've yeah. given it a go. Absolutely fine. And, you know, the players will have known that when they came off the pitch. The, the whole end in particular gave them a lot of love. And it'll be the same if we, if we lose to Anfield, but we've given it a good shot. No, no one will mind. Get- same with any football match, actually. We lose to anyone. If you're giving it a good go, I accept Listen, There's certain teams you expect to beat. There's certain teams you expect to beat, to beat and there's certain games you expect to win. But if we want to progress and go to that next level um, and cement ourselves in that top eight, we need to be beating teams like Brighton, like Leicester, like Palace, 
those are the teams we, we need to beat. And teams like City and Liverpool, yeah, you might get the odd result here and there. You might make a win against them. You might make a 7-2 at home against them as well, you know. So um, it, it's 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 about beating the teams in and around you, and, and that's what we're doing. And, um, you know, Man City was a free hit. I thought we were excellent. Sun, uh, Saturday, I think they were probably the best team in world football right now. Um, Salah's easily the best player in the pla- on on the planet at the minute. Um, and you know, he's, he's really pretty close. close. And Klopp for me is the best manager um, in the world as well at the minute. So I think Steven Gerrard really needs pretty close. So you go, mate. So it's um, it's it's going to be interesting. And why not go there with? And listen, we're going in there as one of the form teams in the league and we're going in there with full of confidence. So what better way to go in there and uh, off the back of three three wins out of four and why not go there and give them a game? Yeah, we'll have a match preview for the Liverpool game later on in the week. We haven't even talked about the Kasper Schmeichel no. joke because I don't think there's anything to say about it because it was an absolute travesty that that goal was disallowed. But fair play to the lads, you know, because I think that maybe helped us respond in the second half, maybe galvanised us a little bit because we certainly came out all guns blazing in the second half. A couple of pieces of admin. First one, it's not really admin, but Villa have been drawn away at Manchester United in the third round of the FA Cup. Absolute shocking scenes. Feels like it happens yeah, every I, single year. It hasn't happened for a while, but you, you always joke. You always joke about it. Yeah, and I was then it happens. Because again, if, if you're going to win the FA Cup, you're going to have to play the big, the big six. But um, you'll take it seriously, will, Gerard. You know, I think will, he'll, he'll take it seriously. Nothing like having a nice cup game against, like you know, League League Two. Like Barrow or something, you know. Spurs dream. Yeah, that's, what you, want. that's what you want. That's what you want. Just, just the. Never, like we never get anyone never like that. Get anything like that ever in the cup. It was Liverpool yeah. at home last year. Obviously, we had to play yeah. the kids in the end, but it's never no. a good draw. No, the third round. No. We had City. We've had United. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we. I mean, the FA Cup's not been particularly kind to us over over the last years, but um, I, I was hoping for I was hoping for an easier start than that. But listen again. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, a bit deflated because I think Gerard really wants to win a trophy. He really wants to win a trophy, and uh, to start with United away in the third round is a bit a bit harsh. There's a lot of Villa fans that are just waiting for the FA Cup because it's the only thing apart from the Premier League is the only thing they haven't seen Villa yeah. with. Because it's obviously been so long. There's a hot. There's got generations of Villa fans. I mean, people like me and you just died yeah. to see anything. Yeah. And there's kids that God knows how they've coped. You know, when Villa won the Coca-Cola Cup in 94, 96, I just thought that was absolutely yeah. normal. And every few years, Villa win a cup. Yeah. It hasn't happened. But, you know, there's the generation, older Villa fans, there are older Villa fans than me, that, you know, haven't even seen us win the FA Cup. And that, yeah. that's mad. When was that we won the FA Cup? Uh, 57. 57. Yeah. You know, not a great history and or, you know, not a great competition for us throughout the years, but... No. I don't know, man. I mean, it's 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 one. It's like anything. When you know, cup cup games are cup games. But when you when when you get further into them, that's when you really want to win them. But I think you're right. I think I think we'll take it seriously. I think if we can just get a few more points on the board and in the Premier League, I think I think we'll definitely take take the FA Cup seriously. And um, well, he kind of mentioned it in that Carragher interview did. as well, didn't he? What success? And the Gerrard's used to success. You know, um, that's all he knows. That's all he knows is is success and. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the modern day managers are judged on um, on trophies or uh, or or getting into that top four, and we're not going to get into the top four. So, 
the best thing we can hope for is a, is a, is a, is a trophy. So it's kind of what's this space really. Yeah, let's see what happens. Last bit of admin is Stephen Gerrard mm. mugs are now on sale. Like, like our producer, he might have a picture. He might not. No, he no, no picture? No, he hasn't got, he ain't got anything. Oh, mine hasn't been delivered yet either, so I can't even there put it up on the, on the screens. So if you're looking to replace one of those Jack Grealish mugs that you bought this time last year, because they pretty much sold like hotcakes, Stephen Gerrard mugs are now out on the Villa View shop. He ain't even going to put the link up on the screen, is he? He's going to kill me, is it? What is it? I know our website is thevillaview.tv. I'm guessing slash shop or store. There it is. Shop.thevillaview.tv. Oh, there it is. Oh, here it is. Look at that. Excellent. He's got that up on the screen at a slow pace, but it is there. Yeah, there you go. Stephen Gerrard mug, stocking filler for Christmas. He can pull, he can pull the next four pictures up and, and a league table up in no time, but when, when we actually oh, try and make a few quids to, to you know, oh, there you go. I mean, he pulls that late. He pulls uh, the late table and no one can read it. You know, Absolutely no one can read we're that. We're all trying to make a few quid here, mate, to live on, and, and, um, and, he, and, he, and he can't even get the link up. Uh, you may. You make enough. No. I know you. You make, you make enough. And I'll probably do it to be fair, my 50 job, so I can't really say anything either. I think that does us for this week's edition of the post-match point in association with Purity. If you use the code hashtag VillaView, you will get 10% off all the beer, ales, and everything else you would want from that website. Glasses. Unless, can't really think of anything else that they sell. Belfast or Northern Ireland and they don't ship. Yeah, nothing for them. Those are voted for, for Brexit. Oh dear, it's got political. There'll be someone in the comments that yeah. doesn't like that. It's about to say a bit an enjoyable show, happy show. I got, I got pan for, I got pan for you talking about last week, so I might as well get pan for, for Brexit. Did you want to upset? Why yeah, not? here we go. Yeah, yeah. keep yeah, politics out of football, Chris Dolan. Don't really keep politics out of football. Do what you want. Everyone say it and do what you want, as long as it's all good. I don't even know what I'm going on about at this point. You've absolutely killed me <laughs> by bringing that up. Probably time we went then. So yeah. Enjoy the rest of your evening, probably bedtime for most of us. Now, we'll be back with a match preview in association with Boohoo at some point later on in the week. So watch out for that. May do a post-match point Saturday, Sunday as well from the Liverpool game. We will let you know on our social media channels. Enjoy your sleep. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.